This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Wednesday, April 28th. NFL Draft Day Eve, wherever and however you're connected. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who always calls his shot, Jerem Jordan. A little Babe Ruth action happened yesterday at uh, the Brigham Young University. So in the batting cages, Cole Gamble was talking to one of his teammates, and uh, it sounded like this. What do you think? A couple home runs today? From you alone, yeah. From me alone. Yeah. Uh. And then your boy, Cole Gamble, hits not one but two homers on the day. So how about that from Brother Gamble? Cole Gamble's mom, fittingly, sent both of us a message on Twitter profiling Cole's defensive prowess a couple of days ago. And offensive highlights. And then I tweeted back at her. There were no special teams highlights. I tweeted back here yesterday, well, we can add a few more highlights to that reel, can't we? That's the real reel. At this point, right? It calls a shot. Nice job, man. Indeed it is. Cole Gamble of BYU, BYU Baseball. And they beat a ranked team. Nice win. More on that in just a moment. Time for me to call today's show lineup. How many BYU football players made Todd McShay's list of 350 best NFL prospects? His third best prospect out of BYU behind Zach Wilson and Brady Christensen may surprise you. Speaking of Brady Christensen, the future NFL offensive lineman joins us live. How much did his draft stock jump after a remarkable pro day? Plus, Jimmer Fredette's latest trick shot mastery. As we mentioned, BYU baseball pulls a stunner. And which Cougar football player would you like to see best in New York Jets green along with Zach Wilson? Assuming it happens. Bring on today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Today, Zach Wilson travels to Cleveland. Uh, Joe Kim Noah asked the question, does anyone go on a vacation to Cleveland for the NFL draft? He's one of 13 players who will be in attendance for the first round. Starts tomorrow at 8 Eastern on ABC, ESPN, and NFL Network. Which channel will you be watching this through? I will be watching BYU TV because I'll be calling a baseball game. No, you won't. Uh, You'll be watching the draft (laughs) while you call it. I have to give you the appropriate answer, Jerem. Says who? (laughs) BYU Baseball defeats number 26 Arizona State 8-5. The Cougars jumped out to a 4-0 lead in the bottom of the first inning. They're not averaging four runs a game this season. Cole Gamble, as mentioned, hit two solo home runs and a double. One of those bombs sounded like this. The 2-0 pitch. And he's done it again. He pulls that ball over the wall in right field. And it's his second solo home run of the ball game. And it's now 6-1. BYU have a day so far, Cole Gamble. Indeed, Cole. The Batcats begin a three-game series with WCC foe St. Mary's tomorrow, 8 Eastern. Five Pacific on the BYU TV app. Listen live on BYU Radio. Same time as the draft. So Spencer Linton will be watching the draft. He'll also call the game. Softball's 16-game win streak comes to an end at Utah Valley with an 8-1 loss. What? Bradley Jensen hit her 15th homer of the season. It wasn't worth eight runs, unfortunately. BYU plays at LMU this week. The ladies just needed a wake-up call before their biggest conference series of the week, Jeremy. Okay. Or of the season, I should say. Never wanted to lose to U of U. First, first and second place. <laughs> <laughs> Never a good thing to lose to U of U. 
BYU men's tennis sophomore Jack Barnett and senior Ben Cajardo were named to the West Coast Conference doubles team of the week. It's the second time the duo has earned the honor this season. Barnett and Gajardo closed the regular season on a four-match win streak. They have improved to 9-1 and one overall on the season. There's another headline to add right now. I'm not even sure the control room is Ooh, there. Are you ready? I'm ready. Sean Olmstead has been named the MPSF coach of the week. Nice job, Sean. For the uh, fourth time in six years. How about that? He deserves it. Yes, absolutely. Congratulations to Sean Olmstead. Of course, the Cougars are the number two seed in the NCAA tournament. They play next Thursday in the semifinals against Lewis. Penn State or Belmont It's probably going to be Lewis. Or as the Key and Peel All-Stars said, Lewis. <laughs> All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Draft Day Eve. Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, and every other prominent NFL draft analyst have revealed their final mock projections and big boards for the 2021 draft. We'll focus on McShay and Kuyper right now for time's sake. Maybe a little bit of uh, pro football focus, Jerem. But what jumps out to you about the two big boards from the two big NFL draft analysts out of ESPN? Yeah, no surprise with Zach Wilson, uh, you know, up high. Uh, PFF does like BYU guys more than McShay and Kuyper. So let's talk about some of that. Um, Christensen, Milne, Tonga, Herring, all in the top 30 in PFF. But none of those dudes are in McShay's top 30. Top 30? Sorry, 230. Okay. 230, obviously. Sorry, 230. Okay. Um, Milne's 105 in PFF, but he's two th- or 279 in McShay's, right? Um, so PFF does love them, some BYU. Um, we certainly love PFF mm-hmm. as well. It's been mm-hmm. a fun resource. It's convenient. Tapped into uh, this year. They're not paying for that uh, mention there. But, you know, you, you look at Dax Milne as the 30th best receiver. Will there be 30 receivers taken, you know, in the draft? Hopefully. I, I don't have a good gauge of, like, every year there's 29 or what I, I, I don't know. Um, so, PFF, that's my biggest takeaway is PFF loves BYU guys. That doesn't mean they're going to be drafted if they're in the 350, right? There's team needs, of course, and availability and whatever. But, uh, you know, Zach Wilson's pretty obvious. Brady Christensen's in, intriguing because, you know, it seems like he could be as high as the second round, but as low as maybe the fourth round. If you went past the fourth round, I'd be shocked. In fact, if he gets to the fourth round, I'll be a little surprised given how good his pro day was. Zach Wilson, number four overall of any position, according to Todd McShay. Quick research from our crack team of 20 statisticians uh, in the control room who said that there were 37 receivers taken last Ooh. So 30 means you could be drafted. We probably need to go back about five or six years and then average that out. But, hey, 37 last year. Don't challenge them because they will deliver. 37 last year. I like that six different BYU Cougars made McShay's big board. And he joined us a couple of weeks ago and talked about, obviously, Zach Wilson and Brady Christensen. But he also kind of doubled down on Matt Bushman and Kairos Tonga. He said Kairos Tonga is the most likely to be taken third out of BYU but he has Matt Bushman as the third best overall prospect at yeah. a BYU, number 249, which I'm so happy that Matt Bushman has climbed into that position mm-hmm. because of his serious season-ending injury last year in fall camp. Yeah, and, and he joined us uh, Monday um, in a segment with uh, Dennis Pitt wanted to call tight ends with tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, still TBD on that, whether we have the rights to that. But that's interesting to me 
because obviously Matt Bushman doesn't just disappear, but he certainly had to sort of reemerge a little bit to be like, hey, remember me? Like, I'm around. And that's what happened. The BYU players disappear. They literally go to, like, you know, Argentina for two years. <laughs> just totally disappear off the map. But it's good to see that Matt Bushman is going to get a shot here. I don't have a real good sense, and we're going to break this down a ton the next couple of days, of how many Cougars are going to be drafted. It's just hard to know who thinks what about who. Um, do the Vikings love Tristan Hodge and they want to take him in the sixth? Like, I don't know, but I really think this could be a banner day for BYU. What would surprise me, though, is if there are only three guys taken. Mm. If four are taken, I'm like, that's okay. probably the minimum threshold for, hey, that was fair given the love these guys had, given who BYU had, given the season that BYU had. And, uh, you know, it's, it's Zach Wilson and the homies hopefully getting drafted a bunch this weekend. You would think that, along with Wilson and Christensen, that two of the following four would get drafted. Bushman, Dax Milne, Kyrus Tonga, Chris Wilcox. Can two of that group of four get their name called at some point in the seven rounds? And I, I have another name I want to throw in there, but I'll do a little later. Okay. Like, there's okay. a guy where I go... I think maybe we're underestimating the ability of this person um, and, and how, how big of a draw he might be. But we'll, we'll see. It, the, but this is very exciting. Like, don't, don't get so used to um, something that's great that you ignore how great it is. Does that make sense? Like, every time – Colin Coward says this. Every time he eats a great steak, he says, that was a great steak. Like, he acknowledges <laughs> that. We had a very special situation here at BYU in the fall with the season, with the pandemic, just doing the best – Everyone could. And the best BYU could do was really, really good. And it was fun to watch. We're about to see the highest draft pick in BYU history tomorrow. Tomorrow. We've talked a lot about this mm. since December. This is an amazing moment in BYU sports history. Sure. What's going to happen tomorrow? And then the other guys are, uh, you know, absolutely awesome to see what's going to happen there. And hopefully they're long careers for several guys. And it's been years in the making of talking about Kairos Tonga in the NFL. It's been months in the making talking about, Oh, Dax Milne's an NFL guy. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Good for him. And that ascension is incredible, right? All eyes on Zach, but these other players for BYU, it's going to be fun to see what happens. And don't, don't forget, it's not just the draft. There's going to be a flurry of activity with undrafted free agents as well. Absolutely. Hopefully include the guys, you know, like Isaiah Kafusi and Zane Anderson in those. Even Kavika Fanua. Does Perhaps. Zach Daw climb in as an undrafted free agent somewhere? Yeah. It's going to well, be very, very entertaining you know, goes. over the next three or four days. And unfortunately, the guys the year before, like Austin Lee should have at least been in a camp, but didn't get a shot because of the pandemic. And, you know, didn't... Ha- didn't Same with t- Micah Simon, but he came back he came and back. earned his shot. Right. Mike, and Micah doesn't have two kids. You know, <laughs> like Austin's situation is a little different than Micah's. This is true. But, yeah, it's a very exciting situation what we're dealing with here. Like, we will never, in my opinion, we will never ever have this situation where we're looking at, like, 12 dudes listed by Kuiper right. and McShay right. in the position rankings. This is awesome. Let's put this in perspective. In 10 seasons of BYU football independence, 10 combined seasons, the Cougars have produced six combined draft picks. Yes. Six combined Six total draft picks is, in 10 seasons. Which is bad. That's not good. Like, BYU can do better, and they are this year. BYU, at worst, at absolute worst, will have multiple draft picks for the first time in 12 years between Wilson and Christensen. 
and I would TBD. Be, yeah, shocked. Kalani Satake has produced three NFL draft picks at BYU. Jamal Williams was one. That you could argue that that's Broncos guy. Fred Warner. Fred Warner and Sione Takeda. Mm-hmm. Those are the three. So those guys and and Sione, you know, like stayed with Kalani. So I give Kalani that one. Fred was here before um Kalani. So of Kalani's guys, there was one. But guess what? You know who Kalani's guy is? Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. BYU does not get Top Zach Wilson pick. without Kalani Satake. BYU does not get Zach Wilson, as I've mentioned, without firing Ty Detmer. What an uncomfortable situation. A Kalani Satake move. That yielded an amazing result. Like, sometimes you have to make a really hard decision to get something better. Six total draft picks in 10 time. seasons of independence. And we're talking about BYU having four in the same draft. Spencer, what if it's six? That would be unbelievable. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say it's insane to think that there could be six, given how BYU played this year and got in the right now. Wouldn't be crazy. Isn't it crazy that we're sitting here thinking, ah, oh, BYU only has three players drafted? That would be disappointing. I think three. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you're a top 15 team and they all come out. Pretty wild. Yeah. Dax Milne is an interesting case study, by the way. You brought up the 30th best wide receiver, according to Mel Kuyper. McShay has him as the 44th best receiver, and Pro Football Focus has him as the 15th best receiver. So maybe we take Big, the middle? So 30, 44, 30, and 15. Let's go 30, to 30? 30. All right. 30th best. Our question of the day. After Zach Wilson and Brady Christensen, who is the third most draftable BYU Cougar? And opinions are all over the map from national analysts on this one, too. Let's hear from you, BYU SN and Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Nathan Tubbs 5 answers on Twitter. I really think it's Matt Bushman. He will drop due to his injury, so the team that gets him will get a steal. The fun part about everybody not named Zach Wilson in this is that they could actually go to good teams. <laughs> like we know Zach's going to the you know, historically stinky Jets. Hopefully they're better. Uh, but Hey, Bushman could be on, like, the Chiefs or something. You know what I mean? With Travis Kelsey. Like, who knows? Do we want anybody else to join Zach Wilson in New York? And if so, who is that? Do we wish that upon anybody? No. Yeah. We'll (laughs) answer that question coming up in about 15 minutes. Hashtag BYUSN on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay, coming up, which BYU draft pick would you like to see join Zach Wilson in New York as Spencer just mentioned? Plus, future NFL offensive lineman Brady Christensen. He joins us on BYU Sports Nation on Draft Day Eve. Look at that beard, bro. Looking good. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Cole Gamble promises to hit multiple home runs in every game the rest of the season with BYU Baseball, who looks to capitalize on the win against Arizona State yesterday, taking on Santa Maria 8 Eastern on the BYU TV app, and of course, BYU Radio 107.9 FM, and the BYU Cougars app. Beat the Gales. We are live in Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline is former BYU football player and future NFL offensive lineman Brady Christensen. Brady, welcome back to the show. Explain your emotions right now on draft day eve. 
Yeah, you know when you're a little kid and it's Christmas Eve and you can't fall asleep and you're like, Santa's coming tonight, Santa's coming tonight. That's kind of how I feel. It's it's uh, the same same exact feeling. I feel like a little kid again. <laughs> Santa, but this time a bag of cash, which is very exciting. Brady, hopefully, hopefully someone reaches for you in the first. That would be amazing. You know, a lot of discussion about you in the second or third round, maybe the fourth, but second or third feels like the spot. But what are you hearing? What's the discussion like? Yeah, I'm, I mean, my agent said if he was betting man, if he had ten thousand dollars, he'd he would bet second round, and that's kind mm. of what we're hoping for, what 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 we're thinking. Um, obviously, it's a draft; you never know. I've gotten a lot of third round grades as well. Um, obviously, that could happen. I'm, you never know. First round would be amazing too. I'm just really glad that I've done my best um, in pro day and interviews and stuff. And now it's kind of out of my control. Now it's up to the teams and whoever wants me the most, man, I'm excited to go there. Let's talk about that pro day because it was record setting in some instances and certainly caught the attention of the 31 different NFL teams that were in attendance at the indoor practice facility. We know Zach Wilson's throw was amazing, but your numbers as an offensive lineman really jumped off the page, jump, no pun intended. What kind of difference did you notice after your pro day performance and interest from these teams? Yeah, I've said it before. I don't think a team will draft you based on your pro day, but I think it makes teams rewatch your film and maybe like, hey, maybe we missed something. Let's go watch them again. Let's go watch the games. And so I've had a bunch of interviews with teams, teams I haven't talked to before. I had like three, four interviews with them the next couple of weeks because um, I really feel like that kind of like, oh, shoot, we got to see who this kid is. You know, he's not just some big fat white guy from BYU. He can actually move and, <laughs> and do all right. Um, so I think uh, I think it did me really good, you know, and, and I feel really confident in my film and how I played the last couple of years. So I'm glad that I was able to do what I did and, and hopefully get some more teams interested. On Pro Day, I said on the show, I said, I think that Brady is considered an early day three guy is the perception, but that he moved himself uh, into day two. And so it felt like, yeah, like you said, people went back and watched the film. They're like, look at this guy. Um, how much of this year was, was uh, you know, you do, doing what you've been doing, but now you had a bigger stage because obviously BYU goes 11 and one. Of course, people are looking at the left tackle when they're staring at Zach as well. How have you leveraged that into some successes as well on your end? Yeah, I think it's huge. I mean, like you're saying, uh, last year we had great competition. You know, I, I faced a lot of good DNs and this year as well. Um, but I just think that extra ex- exposure um, helped a ton. Uh, a lot of scouts watching, you know, obviously 30 what, whatever one teams at Pro Day was huge to get that exposure. And I feel like that's so good for BYU because there's so much talent in those rooms, in those uh, position rooms that I'm hoping this just keeps the exposure going for BYU football and and hopefully just have a pipeline of NFL guys um, for years to come. Your buddy Zach Wilson is headed to Cleveland for the draft festivities. What are your plans for watching the draft and waiting for that call? Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm going up to Bountiful where I'm from originally. You know, going to golf Bountiful Ridge a couple of days Yeah, in the morning to try to keep my mind off of it, but just really try to enjoy the experience. You know, it's going to be a long couple of days. I'm just kind of waiting for my name to get called, but I'm excited just to be with my family. We're going to have good food and just enjoy the experience because this only happens once. So I'm really, really excited for the next couple of days. Understandably, Brady, 
quick tangent question. How's your golf game? And I ask this because your quarterback says he's not very good. So can you beat Zach Wilson in golf? Yes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the best. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. I'm not the best golfer. You know, I'm inconsistent. But when I'm on, I have a bad hook. That's, that's my problem, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I swing too hard. But if it, if I can slow my swing down and hit it straight, you know, I'm I'm looking. My goal is always an 18, like in the 80s. You know, if I'm in the 80s, uh, I'm a happy camper. So around bogey golf is what I'm at right now. Oh, oh yeah, that's good. In B town, as they call in it, B town, you know? baby, Bountiful, Bountiful? Ridge, B town, baby, B town. <laughs> West Jordan, we didn't have Weejo or anything like that. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, so you ran a four eight nine forty. What does it feel like to run faster than Spencer's five one or five one or three forty yeah, yeah. that we did a couple? Yeah, that was super fun. Wow, yeah, I knew your number, so I was like, man, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was really my only goal. <laughs> Congratulations, you ran yeah. faster than a middle-aged vanilla man, as Jamal Williams calls well, he's, us. He's a little heavier, but yeah. I made it. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, at what point in the draft tomorrow are you? It, will your heart rate increase? Meaning, okay, I might be taken here. Oof, I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be racing the whole time. Obviously, racing for Zach first off. And I, there's a lot of teams towards the end of the, the first round that have shown a lot of interest in me. Um, and so my heart will be racing for sure. I'm obviously not expecting anything, but just excited for tomorrow and Friday as well. And, and wherever I go, um, my heart will be racing until I get that call and say, hey, you want to be so-and-so and I'll, I'll be ready to go. I just need a shot, and I'm excited to go prove uh, who I am and what I can do for a team and really help them uh, make it to the next level. Brady, in terms of positioning for the NFL and moving positions potentially on an offensive line, are you all in on tackle, or are other teams talking to you about potentially moving to another position on the offensive line? I'm all in for tackle, correct? Yes, left, right. I feel like I can play both at a high level. I'm also in for guard and center. I feel like I can play all five at an extremely high level. I'm ready to be versatile. Um, and what a team needs, I- I'll be ready to play. Um, so I'm excited to see w- what team wants me and where they want me to play, and I'll be ready to go. And, and my goal is really to be the game one starter um, wherever. And that's kind of uh, what, I'm, what I want to do, and that's my goal for myself. Yeah, and if you're second round, you will be, right? Second round pick, they're like, you're the guy. Let's go right now, right? Um, did your did your one um you know i can't remember was it a catch or a carry i can't remember against northern illinois did that come up in any conversations with the nfl teams no not one i was i've been expecting it you know like (laughs) hey we we saw your play maybe we'll design a better player we'll get someone to block for you you know or you will have to make a better move but no it never came up you know i want (laughs) i want another shot i felt like i wasn't like, I, I don't know. I didn't give it my best on that play. So I'm, I'm ready for another shot to carry the ball. Well, neither did James in blocking that play, right? <laughs> uh, I, still, I, I, still, I still give James grief for it. Don't worry. <laughs> That's like the one block James has missed his whole career. You know what I mean? And it had like, to be that like play. He's been unbelievable. And then it's like, bro, we could pull a Dustin Reichert 01 uh, Liberty Bowl tackle eligible play and get yeah. a touchdown here. Who, who was yeah, it? Yeah, he, he grades yeah. like 99%, you know, <laughs> just the, that one play. The one play. <laughs> did, did you grow yeah. up rooting for a specific team? And forgive me if we've asked you that before. Uh, I grew up, as far as NFL teams, yeah. is that what you're asking? Yeah. 
Yeah, I grew up. I actually grew up a Titan fan, a Tennessee Titan fan. I, nice. My brother gave me an Eddie Eddie George jersey uh, back in the day, and so I don't know. I wore it. It was like two sizes too big, but I wore it in second grade all the time because I thought <laughs> it was the coolest thing ever. So I just kind of stuck with it, you know, stuck with them for for growing up. Oh, blocking for Derrick Henry would be fun. Sure, hey, hey, it's it's a possibility. It's a I, I, possibility. I want you to go to the Seahawks, like. It would be so fun. I'd never hit you up for tickets, ever. Uh, so that'd be amazing. Hey, I, but hey, I get you tickets. Yeah, thank you. Well, I wouldn't say that a lot, you know, because then everyone's like, "Oh, I can ask Brady." I I asked Ziggy one time. He didn't get back to me. But anyway, <laughs> all good. Brady Christensen with us on BYU Sports Nation as he prepares for the NFL draft. Brady, what would you think about? The idea of playing with Zach Wilson, I don't know, let's say in that green of the New York Jets. I would I would love to be able to block for that guy again. I, I tell him, I'm like, dude, you got to put in a good work, an extra good work for me, like maybe <laughs> like a package deal or something. <laughs> but I, I, I would love to play for him. The Jets have showed interest as well. Um, so I'd be ready to go out there to New York and, and give it my all and be able to protect him would be would be amazing. Uh, experience yeah that'd be really fun and we've talked about hey if any cougars can combine that's always a really fun story to be teammates right absolutely we're told you you just had a uh, baby boy recently tell us about that yeah yep little baby boy appreciate it what's his Uh, name yeah when was he born he was born uh march 16th his name is uh ledger um he was born, funny story about him, he was born only 713, you know, really normal size, you know, coming from me, which is kind of shocking. <laughs> but his feet, his the doctors, every doctor was like, those are the biggest feet we've ever seen out of a little baby. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you might be tall, you never know. <laughs> That's so awesome, just, man. Uh, he's, he's a cute little guy, man. It changes your life, really oh eye-opening. And just just an amazing experience, as as you guys know. You know, it's a, it's been amazing. What a, what an insane time of life, you know, having a baby and, uh, you know, <laughs> ra- you know, get preparing for the draft and everything. So what, what do you like emotionally right now? Cause you talked about like, Hey, I'm super stoked, but you're also like changing diapers, sometimes waking up in the middle of the night. You, you could be at someone's facility this weekend, at least temporarily OTAs are coming up in, in a little bit, like a lot's going on for you right now. Yeah, I, I, I always tell my family, like, they always ask how I'm doing. I was like, I'm almost, I was almost made for this time. Cause as a kid, man, I was always active. Like there was a story where I wanted to go golfing and my, my older sister was going to come with me and she's like, let me take a nap first. And so I was outside chipping while she was napping, you know, playing <laughs> whatever basketball. I was always just going, 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 going. And that was kind of always how I've been. And so that's how I am right now, man. There's no downtime. It's, it's go. It's interviews with teams, mm. change the diaper, feeding so i keep the weight on you know uh stretching massages it's it's full on and i've loved it so far and it's been an amazing experience to have both of them there really are two of the biggest events someone could go through in their life and i'm just soaking it in and, and loving it future nfl offensive lineman brady christensen with us on byu sports nation you just told us that the jets were showing interest I don't know if you want to reveal your cards as to all of the teams showing interest, but if you do or don't care, what are some of those teams that have showed added interest in you? And it's, uh, I've talked to, I think I've talked to 31 out of 32 teams now. Wow. Um, it's been, it's been crazy. Not all have been zooms or O-line coaches, but I've talked to 20 plus O-line coaches. I mean, the Raiders have showed interest, the chiefs, 
the Giants, the Falcons, Titans. Um, so I feel like I've done really good at just trying to sell myself and show who I am and be like, hey, look, I can help your program. I'm going to be good off the field. I'm going to work my tail off to really help you guys make it to the next level. And that's kind of that's kind of what I'm hoping to do. And I hope some team kind of falls in love with me and, and feel that and, and they take me. And so that's kind of I'll go anywhere and excited to see who takes me the highest. Hey, listen, the one team that didn't show interest in you, you can tell me off the air and I'll tweet something mean at them later in the week. <laughs> okay, between me and you, I'll tell you. <laughs> and, and we're going to discuss, uh, you know, this coming up, and we have been over the last several weeks, months, you know, next couple of days, but there could be a hall of Cougars drafted. So what's it like for the group to go into this draft knowing, hey, this will be one of the best NFL drafts in BYU history? Yeah, that's what me and Shannon have been we been getting a lot of work together uh, lately, but that's what we've been saying. We're, we're going to enjoy each day of the draft, watching the draft, because someone could go each day, you know, first day, Zach, whatever, second day, there's so many uh, possibilities, third day. There's just a ton of us, and it's it's just going to be so fun to see where everyone goes, and hopefully one or two of us ends up on, on the same team, you know, and that would be amazing. But I'm pumped for this uh, draft class. I feel like there's going to be a lot of players with uh, great long careers um, ahead of them. Brady, let's give you some BYU Sports Nation karma for the madness that will ensue with the draft coming up in B-Town with your family for your golf game. Hey, go and dominate at Bountiful Ridge Golf Course. Do your thing. Enjoy the draft. We're just thrilled for you, man. Congratulations. Appreciate it, guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks for uh, having me on. You got it. Brady Christensen on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, you know why we show how. He's awesome. And what a story, right? Like a two-star, you know, undersized, uh, you know, offensive lineman out of Bountiful comes to BYU. Boom. First team All-American. And then I'll be surprised if he goes all the way to the fourth round. I think, you know, first three rounds feels like what could happen here. BYU is going to have, we hope, two draft picks in the first three rounds. That'll be great. And they should. When you're a top 15 team, you don't do that with a bunch of scrubs. You do that with real talent, right? But he's right. The interest in this year's draft undoubtedly is extremely high just because we don't know. When you, Especially day three, yeah. all BYU fans are going to be glued like to any, the TV. Any moment, it could be like Dex Milne. Yes. Kairos Tonga. I think I'm supposed to be at some t- some. Uh, well, in fact, I know I am. I'm supposed to be at some celebration for uh, one of my family members. Uh, they they want to go see a play. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna I'm gonna have the draft streaming on whatever device, I, and, and I'll be in the hall. I don't want to admit this right now, but I am. When Tiger Woods was about to win the Masters, I had an AirPod in my ear in Sacramento. I did that. I had to. It was Tiger. It was Tiger. Yeah, I. I got forgiveness in that moment. I, I felt it. That's why we have wireless AirPods, right? Yes. And then when it disconnected and I was on speaker and it was very no! quiet, it was extremely unca- No, I'm just kidding. Coming up, who is the third most draftable Cougar? <laughs> and will I be suspended for what I just told you? And which BYU draft prospect would you like to most see join Zach Wilson with the New York Jets? I love how we're just – he's there, right? He's already a Jet. Yeah. This is BYU Sports. Not America. a shark. He's a Jet. This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Visible Supply Chain Management. Listen to BYU Sports Nation on demand. You can download the podcast. You can listen to it at, uh, you know, 0.5 speed, 1.5 speed, 2x speed. 0.5 is pretty entertaining, actually. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. 
He is Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton, and this is BYU Sports Nation. Let's whip it. The Cougar Whip Around presented by Visible Supply Chain Management tackling America's most challenging shipping problems. Ship this. Okay. Which BYU draft prospect would you like to most see join Zacharias F. Wilson in New York? I want it to be Dax Milne. I just want Zach Wilson to have somebody that he knows that he's familiar with. He understands the timing of. You're talking on the field. On the field. Because off the field, I would think he's knows all of the sure, guys. But. Sure, sure. Yeah, on the field, I would love to see Zach yeah. Wilson and Dax Milne team up again. And I think it's a low-risk pick if you take Dax Milne in like the sixth or the seventh round as the Jets. And there's room for wide receivers with the Jets, yeah, too. Totally. So I like that. Uh, Brady Christensen would be really fun. Like, yeah. we were talking with him. Yep. The, the left tackle with the quarterback, that relationship is really tight, right? Of course, the blind side made that position even more famous than it already was. So, yeah, Brady Christensen. Or Matt Bushman, you know, whatever. Yes. Any Or pass. any of them. <laughs> like, Tristan Hodge, Jandon Herring, <laughs> Zane Andrews, like, all of them. All of them. Yeah. Jeremy, in a press release last night at approximately... No, exactly. I was going to say, this is exact. Exactly. 9.06 p.m. Eastern time, buried in the release under the header of other business, (laughs) was the following announcement from the Board of Governors, the NCAA, that they have extended President Mark Emmert's contract through 2025. What do you make of the timing and the placement of this announcement? I don't care about any of it. I don't think they wanted it to be noticed, which is why it was released at 9.06 p.m. Eastern well, here's and the- placed under other news or what other headlines, other business. In the social media era, it doesn't matter what time something comes out of it. Everybody knows. You used to wait. Oh, I got to make deadline for the morning paper. Uh-huh. True. It, it, doesn't, doesn't, it, doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter anymore. But it casts a light on the NCAA saying that they just kind of want this thing to fly under the radar because Mark Emmert is... Certainly not a popular character. Like, if they took a poll, uh, like a presidential race, I don't think he would have more than, like, 20 or 30% in favor. Like someone else. (laughs) Revote! Break out! Still waiting for that. Uh, BYU football's Blake Freeland, Max Tooley, Drew Jensen, and Luca Andrada have all competed this spring in track and field. Do you like athletes competing in multiple sports? Yes, I've always been a fan of this. I'm in favor of it, especially track and field along with football. I think that they are so far separate in the timelines. And track and field helps develop the muscle core groups that these athletes in those instances are going to need in football. Yeah, I like it. Let's see. Blake Freeland shot put, I guess, shoving a defensive lineman off. Max Tooley. Javelin. Javelin, yeah. Okay, a little Tiancom action through Jensen as well. And then Luke Andrada, speedster. Yeah. We have yet to see Luke in that speed a ton. Excited to hopefully see that uh, more this year. I like it. Jamal Williams ran track for right. BYU. Right. That was fun. And Yeah, it's, it's cool. So I, I, I like it. I think it's good for the athlete to stay in condition and shape. They sold more tickets as well when Jamal was there. Yes. Come see Jamal run, baby. Yes, they did. Jerem, BYU softball's 16-game win streak unfortunately came to a screeching halt last night. The non-conference 8-1 loss against Utah Valley. Does it matter? Losing to Utah Valley always matters. Yeah. Uh, But losing a single regular season game in baseball and softball, I'm talking the majors and the levels, you move on. You got got three more games this weekend. Here's why it bothers me the most. BYU was receiving votes in the top 25 poll. 
And had they beaten Utah Valley and swept LMU, the second-place team in West Coast Conference play, the softball team would have been ranked, and they would have joined the throng of ranked teams over the past athletic year. And I, So I'm bugged by that. Instead, they lost to UVU, which is just... They lost to UVU, and now they're probably not going to sniff the rankings for the rest of the year, which is fluky, and it's yeah. it feels unfair that it's one game, but that's how it is for BYU. Yeah. It is certainly negative and inconvenient, but we haven't ignored it. Okay, what will BYU baseball's win over Arizona State do for the uh, Bad Cats? Hopefully jump charge something positive. You know, like just spark it. Let's let's go. Yeah. Is jump charge a phrase? I don't know. If it I is now. It. I... Jump. You can jump, jump some. Jump just, yeah. chart. Jump start. Thank you. Jump start. There jump we go. Start, yeah. Jump, jump charge. I like jump charge. Jump charge. A, ju- a jump charge <laughs> is probably something the West Coast Conference officials would call. <laughs> <laughs> That's a jump charge. You're out. Uh, yes. just mixed sports. I like making up phrases. It's really You're like, fun. <laughs> that's icing as well yes. as the jump charge. Jerem, hopefully it will jump charge something yes. good for Clear. BYU baseball. Uh, the Cougars are in a position where they basically have to win every game remaining in the West Coast Conference to have any hope of that's like being in yeah, the top two, really. You always really good on Tuesdays, 5-1. So it hasn't meant anything to win on a Tuesday per se. It got wins but over number three Texas and number twenty six Arizona State. Hopefully now. they jump, they yell clear, and then they charge. Jump charge uh, at the same time. Jeremy, if you get multiple triple doubles, okay, at like in and out. Nope, I'm talking oh. about basketball. Oh, gotcha. Basketball. Is it okay to refer to oneself in the third person as Kyle Collinsworth did? No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I love Kyle, but I'm not big on stating your own nickname. Okay, there's a bunch of Japanese he played in Japan, and then he quoted and said, "Mr. Triple Double." Someone else has to do that for you, Kyle. Take the advice of Kevin Durant. Get a burner account that always tweets about yourself, and then you go that direction. <laughs> That's my advice. I do it. It's called at Cougarboard. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Mr. Triple Double at Big Russia 5 because that's his Twitter handle, too. Indeed it is, Dave McCann. Indeed it is. Uh, The Mr. Triple Double thing, yeah. (laughs) I'm not a a fan of it in that instance. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. That's the opposite of a jump charge, what you just did. (laughs) Shut down. (laughs) He He doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to do it. Well, maybe he feels isolated in Japan, like, hey, I'm over here. Look at this. I get that. Yeah. Next time, I do I'll that with, do it for I Kyle. I do that with rugby. I'm I'll like, hey, do it. I do I'll do thing. it for you next time. I do a Kyle. thing with the rugby team. Here's random content you didn't sign up for. You throw a five-yard flag every time someone in the building refers to themselves in the third I go, person. What, what are we doing yeah. here? Yeah. Come on. Uh-huh. Coming up, it's today's Rise and Shout. Will it be Mr. Triple? And the third most draftable BYU football player in the 2021 NFL Draft. This is BYU Sports Nation. Mine's off the board, bro. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. If you missed it or you want to watch it again, check out the BYU Men's Volleyball Semifinal of the MPSF Tournament against Grand Canyon and the final against Pepperdine on demand on the BYU TV app, baby. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation live in Studio B with a jump charge. It's a jump charge. (laughs) (laughs) I am ridiculous. It's like three-year-old Venom. I am ridiculous. A long time ago. 
Uh, I got a text message from my brother Trevor, who speaks Japanese, and he said, "Let's go to lunch." The Kyle Collinsworth tweet said "triple double sama," which is like an honorific title, like "Oh, he's the king of triple doubles." Okay, very, very honorary thing. So he said maybe he was just translating. Okay, that lessens the blow. It really okay. does. Okay, it really does. You know, and but but I would get if Kyle's like <laughs> everyone self promotes. So I I understand. Yeah. Yes. Oh, self-promotion there? That's a jump charge. That's, <laughs> that's a jump charge. I love a jump charge. That's a new thing we have here. <laughs> We're going to have to demonstrate that on social media later. This following segment presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. It features this brain buster of a question. What is a jump charge? Who is the most? Really? Who is the third most draftable? BYU football player in 2021. Okay, I feel like if we say almost any answer, it probably works among Dax Milne, Kyrus Tonga, Matt Bushman. Matt Bushman. Probably those three yes. feel like the yep. leaders in the clubhouse, okay? I'm going to go off the board a little bit. I'm going to say Chandon Herring because he, wow. it, by, who was it? Was it McShay that said eighth best guard or something? Or eight, sorry, 18th. That puts you in a position where maybe, maybe you get taken. And what if they really valued him? And, and like Brady Christensen, like he shot up boards with his okay. pro day slash what they saw on film. It's hard to evaluate a guard. Like we can look at, for you, you know, you and I looking at PFF rankings and whatever. I can't go, oh, yeah, he's way good. We just kind of see what other people say and go, okay, my sense is that maybe he gets drafted. Like I don't, okay. Shannon Herring might not even be drafted. But maybe he's the third. I don't know. That's just one I'm throwing out there so that if it actually happens, I'll just point back to today. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Pro Football Focus, as you said, has him as the eighth best rated guard. Oh, eighth, not 18th. Eighth in Pro Football Focus. Yes, which loves BYU more than McShay and Kuiper. But Kuiper and McShay have him listed as a tackle. So the numbers are much yes. less favorable for Chandon in that regard. Yes. But if he plays guard, this is interesting. Maybe he – yeah, and I, I could be way off on that, right? Yeah. Who, who do you think? I'm going to go with – I want it to be Matt Bushman for Matt's sake because I think Matt Bushman is absolutely an NFL player. Yeah. Todd McShay is like he's got the most incredible hands. He catches everything. His nickname is Honey Hands. Is, I, know, yeah, it's, I know. That's a great nickname. It really also is. Also kind of weird. <laughs> and we told that to Todd McShay too. Hey, he catches everything. There is just understandable pause because he, he had such a significant injury. So I want it to be Matt Bushman. I don't think it's going to be Matt Bushman. I want it to be him. I think Kairos Tonga is still the guy. He just is a physical force of nature. And I think his pro day numbers were good enough to get him as the third drafted BYU Cougar this year. I could see it. Yeah. I could absolutely see it. But my, my only knock on Kairos is, he wasn't a three-down guy for a lot of uh, his BYU career, which is unfortunate. But maybe maybe you pull him out on third down. Maybe he's a run stopper that a team's like, listen, we don't need you to get sacks, which is what BYU said, essentially. Um, but I, to, I would say, well, why not? Why don't you have him go get sacks? Um, if he's that good, have him go get sacks. We're seeing some of his sacks on, uh, from BYU. Yes, I, I, could say, I could see Kyrus going. I could see Matt going. If somebody really loves Dax, he said his goal if it was fourth round. I'm thinking Dax is probably later, like someone snags him. Later. I think Dax is a sixth or seventh round pick. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, and then we'll see with some of these other guys. I don't really see Zane Anderson and Isaiah Kafusi getting drafted, um, but I see them getting free agent opportunities and getting into camp. And listen, if you get Zane and Isaiah in camp, 
they've got a shot. Absolutely. They are they're ballers. They can play, and they're really good in the locker room. And they'll play special teams. Like Zane could be a uh, an advanced uh, a plus special teamer um, in the NFL. Like he can be the gunner on a kickoff, and he can he can uh, help you down some punts inside the ten. Where NFL punters are so good, they are like crazy good. They almost need to change the rules to where it it's not as easy um, for NFL punters. And Zane could really excel at that position. And let's bring this idea up. As sparse as the draft picks have been in Independence, six in ten seasons. BYU has really collectively made a name for themselves with undrafted free agents. There's been several that have done that. Michael job. Davis, Taysom Hill, uh, not to mention Daniel Sorensen. Like yeah. those three right there, all in the Independence era, are now staples on their respective teams. And that's where a you know fifth, sixth, seventh round draft pick. Like, yes, it would have been nice if they were drafted because that does matter. They make like, a team. They make a 53 man yes. roster, and now they're starting. It does matter if you get drafted or not for recruiting. Sure. That matters, right? But BYU can point – because what you want, Spencer, is that and that. You want to be able to say, oh, you know what? Like this year, BYU hopefully says we had four or five guys drafted and we had three or four guys yeah. free agent contracts and we have eight guys from last year or whatever in the league this year in addition to Taysom Hill, Zach Wilson, Daniel Sorensen, Michael Davis – um, and, you know, Fred Warner and others. Like, that's what you want. Then you build, 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 build. BYU's not going to replicate this n- next year in the draft, but hopefully there are multiple picks a year, multiple free agents. And then we look at BYU in the NFL, and we're not going like, oh, they're like six guys. You know, Utah State has 12 or whatever. It's like, no, they're like 15 dudes for a couple of years. Yeah. That would be awesome. I, that, last year was an outlier, but what I hope it isn't an outlier in is BYU's ability to continue to produce Multiple draft picks because it has been a there's been a dearth the last few years. Yeah, how about that? Three, four, five draft picks, but we could be discussing ten to eleven different players that sign some type of deal. Yes, I left off Chris Wilcox, by the way. Yeah, that's uh, he's going to be in a camp guaranteed to at least get a shot with that four-three-one speed. You're telling me that. He can't be the and, next Michael my, Davis. Well, and Micah Simon signs a free agent deal. Hopefully he can stick. BYU's already got one guy this year that has already signed his deal. Yeah. And technically from last year, I guess. Right. But, and hopefully Diane Gonwoloku can get back into a camp, right? Yes. Initially cut, didn't really, wasn't there, but it was COVID year. It was kind of different. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Who do you think is the third most draftable BYU Cougar? Jerem Jordan going off the board. Maybe it's Chandon Herring, depending on how he gets drafted as a guard or a tackle. I think it's Kyrus Tonga, and I think his conditioning is going to help in that instance. I'm sure every interview he's done has started with, what's your conditioning like? Yeah. Can you go all three downs? Yeah. And he'll get it in shape now because there's money involved. It's not just uh, class eligibility. Yes. Okay, coming up, elite voice of the day, baby. And who has earned the rise and shout-out on draft day eve? Or rise and shout-outs, should I say. This is BYU Sports Nation. This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. BYU Sports Nation's Rise and Shoutout is presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. BYU Sports Nation, always available on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Download the podcast, uh, just Google BYU Sports Nation podcast, subscribe, rate, and review it. Our question of the day. 
After Zach Wilson and Brady Christensen, who is the third most draftable BYU football Cougar? Nathan Crook on Facebook answers, definitely Mr. Honey Hands himself, Matt Bushman. <laughs> who gave him that nickname again? Was it, J- was it James Empey or somebody? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> we need like, to reconfirm this. Definitely wasn't Matt. Emily, confirm if Matt's not watching. He's probably getting ready to draft something. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll try and confirm that. He continues in the tweet, does Nathan Crook, or the Facebook post, the dude is a beast catching the ball. Teams would be crazy not to take him. Yeah, I, I just see him catching passes in the NFL. His like, catching radius can is do it. awesome. I, and he became a better blocker as a junior, which is, which is good. But let's be honest, in the NFL, you know, those, those guys certainly can block really well. Don't get me wrong. But uh, if you can do both, then you can disguise what you're doing as opposed to just flexing Matt out and trying to find a mismatch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Robert Choate. Answers on Facebook. I will go with Bushman, too. I see Kyra's Tonga listed as a sixth or seventh round choice. I think that is crazy. It feels a little gnarly the way we've been talking the last couple of years. Yeah. Kyra's can be a disruptive beast and will be a steal whenever he gets his name called. Yeah. I, like when Kyra's first came in, we were like, is this Haloti Nada? Like that's what we thought at that's, first. I know. Right? Yeah. And he was supposed to be at Utah and he followed Kalani down here and it was, uh, it was a fun time watching Kyra's play. Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort from at Ames Flames. Matt Bushman will be third, but Dax will be the third Coog to the Jets. Third. Wow. Okay. Zach's going to have Brady to protect him and Dax to catch for him. Okay. That'd be fun. The Jets go all in on BYU. Today's rise and shout outs presented by Mountain America Credit Union guiding you forward. How about this Jimmer Fredette trick shot? Yeah. So he's, he's back, uh, you know, in uh, Denver area. He's, He's on like a motorized longboard behind the back into the mini hoop. Nothing but net. We don't know what take this was, but that was really, really good from Jimmer Fredette, man. And that's, and, and that's the rare pass from Jimmer. No, nah, I'm just kidding. There's the celebration. I was like, where's the celebration from Whit- Jimmer? Whitney there said he's is. riding off into the sunset. I'm just kidding. Jimmer's like top 10 in assist BYU. All good. Yeah, his agent's like, Get off of that motorized vehicle right what now. What are you doing? What are you doing, Jimmer? He's, his contract's up with Shanghai. I love it. Our thanks to today's guest, Brady Christensen. Sorry to Dennis Petto, we ran out of time. Uh, conversation continues tomorrow on NFL Draft First Round Day. That's exciting, man. It is. We've been talking about it for a long time. I kind of feel like a kid on Christmas Eve. You know? Let's go, man. I do too, but I played basketball this morning. I'm tired. Yeah. You're always going to make history. For Jerem Jordan, I'm Spencer Linton. Shout out to Omar Morgan. Mm. See you tomorrow for BYU Sports Nation on draft day. Go Cougs. Electric blanket.